0: That's right. Are you ready for
1: yeah. this? You ready for this? You ready for this? Are you ready for yeah. this? Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where you are and listening to this uh, podcast. My name is Lawrence Jackson. I am the entrepreneurial education director at Tech Town Detroit, also the owner and operator of Emerging Enterprise Group. And we do these podcasts, this is our Building Businesses podcast, and we do this podcast to make sure that the business community um, has access to resources and knowledge that they need to keep those businesses building and growing and sustaining themselves. And today we are joined by a very special guest, a Dr. Dawn Batts, who is a capital strategist at TechTown Detroit. I just want to make sure I got that right. So I'm going to ask Dawn, Dr. Dawn, I call her Dr. Dawn because it's not easy to get a PhD. All right, I need to know that. So when a person uh, puts that effort together and they they accomplish it, they deserve that kind of respect. So Dr. Dawn Batts, please introduce yourself Tell our, our audience who you are and what you do at Tech Town and any endeavors that you might be involved in uh, outside of that.
0: Thank you very much, um, Lawrence, for that introduction. And um, I often say that only my friends call me doctor. Um, so I, I view that as a honor that you have um, decided to call me Dr. Dawn Bass. Um, I am the Capital Strategist at Tech Town for tech-based programs, and I love that title because it brings together two of the things that I'm passionate about, and that is capital, resources, money, and then uh, the strategist part is how do we get to that? How do we strategically get to um, the capital or the resources that are available?
1: Excellent. Excellent. All right. And how long have you been uh, doing that? I'm doing
0: well, at Tech Town, uh, I've been there a little over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I call it a, a COVID hire, <laughs> okay. um, but I came in last uh, April of 2020.
1: Excellent, excellent. All right. So um, I know both Main Street businesses and tech business and tech based businesses, and you're gonna help me get that right before I <laughs> in this call uh, have the need for capital. What are some of the differences that you've noticed between um, a main street business like a restaurant or retail shop uh, going after capital and the capital needed for a tech based based or tech enabled business?
0: Yeah, that's a good question It's one that, you know, we are beginning to have more conversations about um, when you look at the basic needs of any business, you're going to have some similarity. You know, everyone needs people human capital, if you will, um, there's, there's ongoing operating expenses, they're legal, they're accounting expenses. I think where the biggest difference lie is in what type of capital you access. So for example, typically in your retail store or restaurant, it is often, um, loans, you know, it's very common, you know, for people to begin, you know, begin their businesses. On the tech side or with tech businesses, while there are loans, typically they are convertible notes that eventually what you're trying to get to is equity. Everyone's trying to get to equity um, in a tech-based business. So I think it's more the type of funding or the instruments that are used um, more than the actual needs. Either way, you're building or you're creating something.
1: -hmm. Okay, okay. Do you kind of help businesses to understand the difference between the debt instruments and equity, or or do folks come in the door kind of knowing that?
0: Well, let me begin by saying everyone wants the money that is free. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who would not? So, grants are by far the most common request. Do you know where I can get the money that? Um, is what we call non-dilutive. Okay. It's not, you know, debt, nor is it equity. You know, it is money that operates like a grant Mm -hmm. and that you can use. um, Oftentimes, grant comes with specific, you know, uh, requirements or what you can use it for. Um, Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, that's what people are most likely looking for. And -hmm. the good news is we do have access to some of that. Um, Oh. uh, Other than that, there's also... um, other instruments that we, you know, that we have access to um, in the tech industry. It is very, very typical, as I mentioned earlier, that there are equity positions. So uh, whether it's angel investing, venture capital, you know, at some point, those become part of the conversation.
1: OK, OK. Uh, you mentioned two things and then I got to get back to understanding what a tech ba- tech business really is. So stay with me. I haven't forgot. But um, you mentioned two things. Um, I think you just said we talked about equity. Uh, I lost my point, so I might have to come back to that. So let me go back to asking about who are tech entrepreneurs? Who are the tech entrepreneurs?
0: It's hard to say who is anyone with the tech business. And let me begin also by saying mm-hmm. we often believe that every business is a tech business in some some fashion or form or should be. Okay. If we learn okay. nothing else from COVID, mm-hmm. we learn that all businesses ha- has to have some tech component or be tech enabled. Okay. Um, whether it was a restaurant that all of a sudden needed to, to go online beyond websites to be able to take orders online mm-hmm. um, or whether it's your you know tech based business. So we believe all businesses should begin to be um, very, if nothing, tech enabled, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um but the distinction, I think, too um, ties the funding as well with how we're looking at tech-based businesses or what the expectations are
1: mm-hmm. with tech
0: businesses. and and that is the ability to scale at, in a large a, a very large um, manner. So you can serve whether it's five thousand or five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And usually that is done. Or I should say usually it is done through through technology Mm -hmm. and that can look a lot of different ways um, depending Mm -hmm. on the business.
1: Okay, okay. So are there are there some steps um, that you would suggest business owners take? We get a lot of businesses that are in ideation and they have these ideas and which is great. I love it. I really do. But what steps should people take to kind of decide? which road to go down. Um, Let's, let's take funding out of it for a second and just say, um, you know, I've invented, uh, you know, an apparatus to uh, slow the fan down on my, on my, on my uh, ceiling fan or to, you know, make the fan go faster. I've created something, you know, is that a tech-based business or could that be a tech-based business or would it be more that, I have created some sort of process or more efficient um, way of doing something, or are both of those tech businesses? Help, they, they, help they, us they to both could understand. be. Both
0: yeah, could they be. both they go possibly could be. Okay. Um, and, and that is, is really interesting because we just did a session with our steep participants, mm-hmm. as you know, is a group of African American um, or Black women that mm-hmm. are that have tech businesses. Or mm-hmm. we are also helping to transition to a tech businesses, um, mm-hmm. and that's one of the questions we asked. and that's one of the games we played: is this oh, a wow. tech business or not? Okay. Um, I don't think there are there are hardcore definitions. There there are some in some spaces when you start looking at um, coming out of academia. There are some traditional. Some traditional um, definitions or, or thoughts around what, what a high tech business looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those have evolved significantly, especially today when everything is fueled by tech. Mm-hmm. I think the ability to scale um, at a rate um, that does not require that same level of cost structure, if you will, mm-hmm. to get there. So you can scale exponentially. Without having necessarily to increase your cost at the same rate, gotcha. uh, and reach reach a lot of people without you having to touch it all the time. So it's one thing for me had to have to you know call um, a person or well, for example, your ceiling fan. You know, if I have to go to each house um, to install that ceiling fan or or install that piece. You know, Mm -hmm. that, you know, that you start to wonder, okay, can I scale this? Can Mm. I, can I do this for 500,000, you know, um, people just as, just as easily, how do I scale Mm. um, the business? So one example that I love to, to um, look at is something like a Blockbuster and Netflix.
1: Okay. Okay. And when you look
0: at Blockbuster, you know, which I'm dating myself, we all went to Blockbuster. Yes, we did. we, We got our, our video and we went home. Now, mm-hmm. Blockbuster is not here for many reasons that I won't go into, but part of that reason is the ability to scale. You can have a lot of blockbusters on every corner, mm-hmm. or you can have a Netflix, which started very differently, but eventually went to streaming. Mm-hmm. They can they can scale, they can reach a lot of people yes. pretty quickly anywhere they are okay. without having. A lot of buildings. They have their own infrastructure, no doubt. Mm -hmm. um, But without having a lot of buildings, Blockbuster could not make that transformation. Um, And needless to say, they you know they are not they Mm -hmm. are not um, still in business.
1: Business. That is an excellent example, uh, Dawn. Thank you for that because that that kind of gives a good visual picture as well as an experiential picture of of how. That works. So okay, I'm 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 good. I'm cured. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, okay. How how have things gone? Um, in terms of you know, we have this ecosystem, and admittedly, it is mostly focused on brick and mortar businesses, restaurants, retail, even some service businesses. I haven't seen a lot of manufacturing, but how have um the ecosystem? How have you integrated your um Um, processes programs etc into the ecosystem
0: you know what I have attempted to do is uh, two things one is raise the level of awareness and the conversation around tech businesses Mm -hmm. Uh, because like you is is something new that we're talking about you know tech is not new but the conversation around tech businesses and their role in economic development Mm -hmm. um, I think is new at least locally. we need the brick and mortars. We definitely need them. They are landmarks. They provide a lot of jobs, particularly in the community, um, and 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 they're 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 essential, you know, to to our our um, economy. Mm-hmm. And equally um, essential are tech based businesses. Mm-hmm. So uh, Brookings um, Institute recently released a report, and one of the um, the the report was about how do we recover and how do we come out of COVID particularly, and then how do we begin to look at economic development for the future? And what it is suggesting is that it's going to take it's going to take tech-based companies to integrate or enter into this equation. Mm-hmm. Because tech-based companies, not only everything we said, you know, we we understand that tech is here to stay, yes. um, but also they do tend to have higher paying jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we think about that, you know, it would be critical to raise the level of income or median income um, in our in our you know, locally as well as you know, nationally mm-hmm. and tech based businesses can be one of the vehicles to do that. Now, mm-hmm. of course, we will also need training. You know, um, we, we know that we understand some of the demographic um, information that has been released by Detroit Future City you know, and others. So we would need some training and we're starting to see that, you know, Empower, you know, is, is one of those institutes that take, you know, um, younger you know, children, maybe out of out of high school age, but before maybe tw- to up to 25, 18 to 25 and training them in the tech space. You know, mm-hmm. Apple recently you know, joined the Detroit community. So we, we the training mm-hmm. is coming, but that's going to be part of the winning solution. You know, um, being able to integrate tech-based businesses, um, so we have to elevate the conversation. So that's one. The second thing that I am spend most of my time doing is really trying to solve for the gap in resources for tech-based businesses. Mm-hmm. So the resources that are out there, we got to bring them closer. So mm-hmm. we do have, for example, micro lending for tech businesses. We have a, we have some very. Um, Phenomenal micro lending institutions in Detroit. Yes. Uh, I I think historically, or you know, they, they may or may not have considered tech businesses because it just wasn't part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. We have started meeting with them mm-hmm. um, to have the conversation of why it's important, and um, honestly, um, they have been very receptive. And one, the Detroit Community Fund under you know Deborah Jones, mm-hmm. um, they now open up the um the the biz loan to tech biz or tech businesses
1: that is outstanding so, wow excellent wow okay that is outstanding i didn't mean to interrupt you i just had to get my emotional yeah. outbreak out
0: <laughs> <laughs> no so we're doing more of that you know whether you know people need money for stuff so mm-hmm. we're doing more of that whether it's um um the law firms have programs for tech businesses, but you know, making sure that our clients understand some of those programs. Um, mm-hmm. The micro lending is another one. We've also partnered with uh, venture studios um, who are not locally, but these are places where they will exchange services for equity. You know, still mm-hmm. an equity play, but exchange mm-hmm. services for equity. So we're trying to gather the resources in different forms. Mm-hmm. To make sure that our clients have options.
1: Wow, that is excellent. That is really excellent. Great work. Um, so I remember my question. How How are you working with people to handle equity? Um, because. You know, being a good steward of equity is a little different than being a good steward of debt. I mean, you know, you know that once you get a loan, even if it's a line of credit, you got a payment every every thirty days, or you know, this and Uh. that. However, equity is a little bit different. Does uh, do you do you have to get used to people? Uh, coming into your your shop, you know, unannounced to tell you how to run it, or how does all that work? I I don't mean to get you people know? scared. I'm not trying to get people nervous, but I do want you to tell me <laughs> how do you, how did you handle that?
0: Well, there there's a couple of things we're doing. Um, we are we are great at training in Tech Town. So one mm-hmm. of the things we're doing is developing a like, um what we call uh, we have a capital program, mm-hmm. and we're developing a new track called the roadmap track. And that track is intended to help people understand where do I get funding at what point in my journey? What milestones? Mm -hmm. When do I look at? Everybody think VC is the place. Right. But very, very, very VC funds a very small percentage of companies and Mm -hmm. even smaller percentage of African-American companies Mm -hmm. um, and women based companies. But um, just helping them understand the continuum of capital. What is it? from family and friends mm-hmm. all the way to VC,
1: mm-hmm. and when
0: is it right time for me to go there and what's we, what is expected? So we're developing a program that will be a um, uh, on-demand video series that you mm-hmm. can learn about these where I'm interviewing you know people from those different type of capital sources. So I think that'd be critical for them just you know to understand the basics mm-hmm. of when do mm-hmm. I go and what's expected. Okay. The other thing that we realized before we can get to the equity is things like family and friends, you know, um, um, the family and friends round is something that we really have been pushing um, to. To you know, if you don't have family and friends round, sometimes it's difficult to get to the first milestone in order to get to the other type mm-hmm. of capital. Mm-hmm. So we're working, we're working there. So we're at we're at the very early stages of this conversation, okay. um, very early stages of people understanding equity. There are some experienced entrepreneurs who, who have equity plays. Um, And and they're they're learning. I mean, you learn a lot of you learn as you go. Mm -hmm. The key is you don't want to give up too much equity too fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's Mm -hmm. the reason why these other instruments become very important. You don't want to start at the very beginning giving up equity. You do want to protect some of that. um, Mm -hmm. And at the same time, understanding that if you're in tech, um, um, equity is 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 part of a common part of the conversation, but not required. Gotcha. You can find other ways to to fund your business.
1: Mm-hmm. Do, do you include crowdfunding in that at all? Is that part of the family and friends, or is that a different area, or how does that? Yeah,
0: fit? I I include that as its own category. Okay, um, because it does require a different process. You know, in mm-hmm. fact, in the you know in the video series that I mentioned, we do interview a crowdfunding platform. Um, there's a lot of. Um, excitement around crowdfunding and rightfully so mm-hmm. um, and there's also a lot of misconception around crowdfunding and we want to help people understand both
1: excellent excellent this is a great conversation I hate that it's only going <laughs> I gotta kind of start to wind it down I know you're very busy so I really appreciate your time and respect your time um so I would I'm gonna I got three more questions okay so okay. one is Tell me more about some of the programs that are available to uh, folks at TechTown to help them with their tech businesses.
0: Well, that's, um, that's a very good question. We are, as I mentioned, we're extremely, extremely good at, um, at training. So we have our, what I call our flagship program, mm-hmm. which is uh start studio. Um, and this is critical in the tech, in the tech industry. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're in, in start studio. The uh, participants over a a uh, I believe it's twelve weeks we have, oops. We have so many uh, programs uh, mm-hmm. um, that one may be twelve weeks, I think it's over twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to do a hundred customer discovery interviews.
1: Yes, I love it.
0: <laughs> that is so critical. Most people say that they um, they know their customer, but when you ask them to go out and talk to them, you know there's a lot of hesitation and when you ask them to talk to a hundred. Then there's a lot of, you know, a lot more hesitation, but that is critical. Mm -hmm. And what we tell companies is you can't find potential customers to talk to. It's going to be even more difficult to find them to sell to. That's right. Um, But more importantly, it helps you really understand, are you solving their problem? Are you solving their pain point? Um, Because sometimes as great as our ideals are, we may not be solving the pain point of the customer and we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we we are so then we can build what we need to build and scale
1: got it wow excellent excellent steep program okay actually yep. had someone call me about that and was willing to volunteer to work at tech town if she could get into the steep program so y'all are doing something special over there you revolutionizing the whole process i love
0: yeah that. which again which your steep is um a separate program, but also using some of start studio mm-hmm. customer discovery, but we also work on the entrepreneur. You know, we believe that you have to um, help support and strengthen the entrepreneur as a person, um, as well as the business. And oftentimes we keep those things separately um, mm. and we think that they are definitely intertwined and inextricably linked and you have to work on both of those. So Steve, we work, we work holistically with black female Tech mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, um, mm-hmm.
1: you know, to on uh, their journey. Okay. All right. All right. I got two more questions. Okay. <laughs> two more. We get ready. We're coming around the mountain here. Uh, give us some words of wisdom. Give us uh, entrepreneurs out here that are, are working hard and getting up every day and maybe working a second, third, fourth job. What words of wisdom would you have for those folks?
0: There's no substitution for focus. Mm -hmm. um also realizing that many people um you 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 may have to work what i used to call me and my mentor the two arm living where you have to work the day job so you can make the money for the for the 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 evening job or or what your your real vision is you know that's real which is the reason why we are putting together the capital program. We are looking for the resources. We just raised, we have a tech startup fund uh, to raise a family and friends round for you know for um, black founders in our community. So we're doing that work to try to help that, that process. Um, and at the same time, um, there is no substitution for focus. And oftentimes entrepreneurs and me, you know, having been and still one, uh, we, we have so many ideas and we're doing a lot of stuff. Uh, I hear people saying, well, that's my other gig or my other yeah. company. Um, wow. You know, at some point, if you're doing a lot of companies, particularly at the beginning, it's going to be difficult to do any of them well.
1: Got you. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Final question. Are you, okay. are you ready for the final question? Should I do a drum roll? <laughs> no, I'm just saying.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who should I interview next?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. Um I am always, always in awe of my co-worker, colleague Marlo wrencher or Dr. Marlo Rencher. um She is just amazing in, in many ways. You know, her work in entrepreneurship, her work in DI, you know, um, diversity, you know, equity and inclusion, D E and I, um, it's it's just absolutely amazing. I think she is a, you know, she's a thought leader, you know, in, in those spaces. So I think she's you know, she's a, a good person to, to chat with as well.
1: Excellent, I will take that into consideration. I, I'll have to probably uh, call her publicist and five or six other people before I could get to her, but I'm gonna I'm do my best, I'm gonna do my best. I appreciate it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have just had a conversation with an amazing person uh, that works hard. The amazing is not just hyperbole, it's real. Uh, Dr. Don Bats. So, Dr. Don Bats, we thank you very much for your time. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, keep building those businesses because we need you. Take care.
0: We do. We do. Thank you.
1: All right. You're welcome.
0: History of Bacon. Oh. Come
1: on, come on. Get your head right. Come on, come on. Get your head right.